What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Good evening to you. John Miller back here at Oracle Park where the Giants beat the Padres 2-1. to one. We'll review the game with some of the highlights of the game. A lot was going on in this game, even though it was just a 2-1 to one score. But first, let's go places with the Toyota out-of-town scoreboard. And earlier today at Yankee Stadium, the makeup game after they had been rained out on Saturday in New York. The D-backs had a 4-3 to three lead into the last of the eighth inning. They brought in Kevin Ginkle, who's been having an outstanding year as a setup man. But not today. The Yankees got three runs against him in the last of the eighth inning to go ahead 6-4, to four, and uh, Holmes came on to save it. And so the Yankees ended up taking that series from Arizona, two out of three. And at the end of the day, Philadelphia idol, the Cubs idol, and almost everybody else idle in the wild card division other than the, the Giants and the Padres who are just on the uh, the periphery of the whole thing. But now the Phillies have the five-game lead over both the D-backs and the Cubs. Those two teams are in a tie for the second and third wild card spots. You could look at it either way. Miami is a game out in the fourth spot, so they're still on the outside looking in, and the Reds are two and a half out looking in. The Giants began the day five games uh, behind the second, or uh, rather the third and final wild card spot, with only six games to go. So the Giants now 78 and 79. So they're four and a half games back of the third and final wild card spot with only five games to go. So the math, uh, to say the least, is not good. All right, that's the, uh, and the other game to tell you, uh, two games to tell you about in the American League, Big wild card implications, and the Astros defeated the Mariners up in Seattle 5-1. to one. Justin Verlander got the best of Luis Castillo, uh, ace against ace up there. So the Astros needed that one. Whoever won that game was going to uh, have the third and final wild card spot at the end of the day. The Astros had a half-game lead over the Mariners for that third spot. So now they lead by one and a half. So a big loss for the Mariners and a big win for the Astros, who remain two and a half back of the Texas Rangers in the American League West. Texas, playing in Anaheim, posted a 5-1 to one win. John Gray got the win over uh, Jimmy Herget down there. So uh, the, the Rangers, who now have six games left on the schedule, and they still have a two-and-a-half game lead over the Astros, who have only five games remaining there. All right, that's the Toyota out-of-town scoreboard here. Welcome to Talkville. The Ultimate Smallville Rewatch Podcast. Let's get into Season 4, Episode 3, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But scabby, abby, scabby. The whole school yeah, just I hurt see. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Things started immediately for the Astros, the first batter of the game against Logan Webb. Uh, Xander Bogarts hardly hit one at all, just a little topped roller on the third base side, and he beat it out for a hit. Then Fernando Tatis 
And to give him credit, he's, a, he's an outstanding young talent, still young, by the way, in spite of all the things that have happened to him in his young career. But he sat on a changeup from Logan Webb, and he ripped a double into the left field corner, so they had runners at second and third. Soto grounded out with the infield in, but then Machado hit a pop-up into shallow left. And uh, and I guess you can't really blame Machos. Machado is so big and strong, such enormous power. He took the big full swing and hit a pop fly. And Machos started back on the ball in left field and belatedly came racing in but could not get to it. It fell just in front of him for a bloop single, and the run scored. And as it turned out, that was the only run that they would get. Uh, they had still Tatis at uh, second base after Bogarts had scored. Machado was at first, and Hassan Kim next up. He really clobbered a liner right to Matos, and here's what happened. One to nothing, Padres, and Kim lines one to left. That is hanging, and it goes right to Matos, who makes the catch. He throws back to second. Double play! Chachis was 80% of the way to third base when the ball was caught, and Matos quickly fired it back to second and got it there in time to double him up. Yeah, that kind of set the uh, the theme. Kim. The, du the double play ball by the uh, Giants right-hander, Logan Webb. Uh, an unor unorthodox double play, though, because uh, usually you think of Webb getting those ground balls with that sinker. He did not allow another hit at all until a two-out single in the fifth inning by Sullivan, who hit a ground ball to short. But the Giants shortstop was shifted toward the middle, so he wasn't there, and it went through. A leadoff single by Tatis in the sixth inning, an infield hit. And then Soto grounded into a force play. So Soto was at first with one out, and then Machado. Machado hit a hard ground ball, and, and here's how they handled it. So one out, runner at first. A, a, a runner do, does not have the same speed. There's a hard ground ball to second. It's bobbled by Estrada, then he retrieves it. Flips the ball to Luciano for one, who goes back to first, and that is a double play. And that was a brilliant turn by Luciano on the belated throw from Tyro Estrada. Yeah, indeed, Estrada ranging to his right. The ball was hit at 112 miles an hour by Manny Machado. And uh, Estrada going to his right, and he could not field it cleanly, but hit so hard that he obviously had time to retrieve it. And then he fed the ball to uh, Luciano, who had to turn completely around and uh, still got Machado over at first base. So uh, another double play. And then in the eighth inning, there was another one. This time, uh, it was a, a difficult spot with one out. Sullivan hit a ground ball for a single to right center. And then Bogart's got a base hit. So they had two men on and one man out. And the dangerous Tatis batting. Three and two the count with two men on. Big pitch here. It's on the way. Ground ball hits softly to second. Fielded by Estrada to second one. Luciano to first. Double play. Great arm by Luciano. Yeah, so that ended the inning. And there was no uh, request for a replay review. The, the call was uh, accurate by Trip Gibson. So that was the end. So that three double plays total, two ground ball double plays, turned by the Giants back of Logan Webb, and all of them were, were huge. Meanwhile, the Giants, they kept getting runners. They had runners in every inning. And uh, Blake Snell had gone six, no runs, four hits, seven strikeouts, two walks. Uh, he hit a batter, and then he was gone. And that is about the average. He has made 32 starts now and pitched a total of 180 innings. So he's averaged actually 
uh, less than six innings per start, five and two-thirds innings per start. But while he's been in there, he has been superb, and uh, he left with a one-nothing lead. Cosgrove came on in the seventh inning and uh, retired the Giants with uh, for, for two-thirds of an inning. But Slater got an infield hit, bringing up Estrada. So then Suarez came in from the pen, and he got Estrada on a ground ball. Estrada really crushed it, but right at he, uh, uh, he saw, or rather, uh, G-Man Choi, the first baseman, and he was able to sort of tackle that ball like he was recovering a fumble and to get the out. So that set the stage for the last half of the eighth inning. And Suarez, who's out there throwing 98, 99, 100, up to 101 with his fastball, he got the first out, the pinch hit of Yastrzemski, who gave him a long at-bat, which uh, could have also hastened the demise of of Suarez because he ended up throwing 35 pitches in his one and one-third innings. Then Lamont Wade came up, and Wade drew a walk. So with one out, the Giants had a runner at first, and here was Marco Luciano, who in his at-bats against Snell, he had a couple of walks and a deep fly ball to center, and this time facing the hard-throwing Suarez. And here's Suarez throwing. Fastball lined down the right field line, slicing, fair ball! Into the right field corner, the carom rattles around. Here comes the runner to third. He's going to be held up there. Wade slowed up even before he got to third. He did not wait to find out if Hallberg was going to wave him. So it's a double for Luciano. The ball was kind of battered around for a, a moment or two in that right field corner as the carom came out, which made you think that Wade might have a chance to score. Well, he, he did not score, and uh, and who knows, when you talk about Tatis, he has one of the great arms of any right fielder, and people in San Diego fully expect that he's going to win a gold glove this year. Anyway, the Giants had runners at second and third, still down one to nothing, and uh, the Giants then brought up Jock Peterson as the pinch hitter for Mitch Hanniger, and he was given the automatic walk, and now the bases were loaded. Bailey came up. And uh, Bailey grounded out to uh, G-Man Choi at first base, who threw home for the force out. Now, for a moment, you wondered if Choi would try to start the double play to end the inning. But he opted to go home with it. And generally, uh, in a spot like that, especially a first baseman, he's the guy who's in. Uh, he'll, he'll go home to get that out. But uh, uh, that meant the Giants had only two outs. The inning was still going. And... Uh, after that force out, the bases were still loaded, and then Michael Conforto came up as the pinch hitter for Ramos. The shortstop, Bogart, shaded toward the middle. Here's Suarez throwing. Swing and a ground ball, fair! Pass third, down the left field line. Luciano scores the tying run. Jock Peterson scores the go-ahead run. It'll turn into a single for Conforto, although Bailey went around to third. And it's two to one Giants. Well, he was very late on the ball, but hit it very hard. A high fastball away, and he shot it right by the third base bag. About 10, 8 to 10 feet fair, but the third baseman was 15 to 20 feet off the line. Yeah, so huge hit by the veteran Michael Conforto to give the Giants a 2-1 to one lead. The only hit they had with all those uh, runners they had on not, all night long, the, the, the one hit with runners in scoring position. And that was the hit that they needed. And Logan Webb, the Giants' bullpen, had not gotten up yet. 
So Webb definitely went back out with the big hitters uh, lined up in a row to start with Soto, then Machado, and each one of them got a ball that was up a little bit, which made you worry, to, made you fret a little bit maybe as a Giants fan that maybe he was feeling the fatigue. Soto got a single to center. So did Machado. Neither one of them hit it all that hard, though, but they had two men on and nobody out. And uh, then uh, Hassan Kim hit a slow bouncer down the third base side, and that was handled by Fitzgerald, but his only play was the first, and now they had runners at second and third, only one out. And G-Man Choi, the left-handed hitter, was up. The infield was in, keeping the ball down, making them hit it on the ground. Again, ready? One-two pitch. Ground ball to first, charged by Wade. He throws home the tag, and he is out! The tag by Patrick Bailey. The Padres are asking for some time to check with their video room. Very aggressive play by Wade. And he never tagged the play. Now the question was, what about Bailey? Was he giving him a lane to, the, to home plate? Yeah, and... and the, the Padres didn't ask the umpires uh, to review it or an umpire's review or anything else. And there was no question about whether the runner was out or not. Soto never touched the plate. So two down, but still two men on. Now with Machado at third and Choi at first. And then Jurickson Profar, the veteran, back with the Padres. He came up as a pinch hitter with two down. Jerickson Profar hitting 239 for the year. There goes the runner from first, and a ground ball to second. High hop to Estrada. He throws him out at first. And Logan Webb in the head-to-head -head matchup with Blake Snell, two top candidates for Cy Young honors in the National League. And it is Webb who gets the win with a complete game masterpiece. And the Giants come from behind with a two-run eighth-inning rally. And then it is Logan Webb who closes it out himself for the victory. And he saved it all himself under duress in the ninth inning. The Padres had a couple of men on and nobody out. But they could not get anybody home. A two-to-one win for the Giants. Yeah, so Webb who leads the majors in innings pitch. Nine more tonight. And uh, now 216 innings. 36 more innings uh, than this uh, uh, other candidate that we saw tonight is having such a great year, and uh, that is Blake Snell. And uh, I guess another real strong candidate would be the Braves' Spencer Strider. So all very worthy candidates, that's for sure. Strider, who has pitched 181 and two-thirds innings, and uh, now 180 innings total for Blake Snell, 216 innings for Logan Webb. And any of those three are definitely outstanding candidates. And the Cubs certainly have an excellent candidate, uh, Justin Steele, although his last couple of starts may have tarnished his record a little bit. But he certainly had been a Cy Young-worthy candidate this year as well. So the, the voters will have to decide, and uh, all of them worthy. But Webb definitely made a, a, a strong bid to show what his strengths are against this excellent Padres lineup. The Giants win it 2-1, to one, the hit of the game for the Giants. The two-run single by Michael Conforto, that was the winning hit. The hit of the game, 
is sponsored by the makers of 5-Hour Energy. For more information, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. And now, the K-Counter, sponsored by Cars for Kids. That's Cars with a K. Donate your car today. And Logan Webb had seven strikeouts, no walks, 110 pitches. Uh, the K-Counter and more tonight. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. It doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was. hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. Our on-site producer and engineer has been Darren Chan, who also put this together, and our network coordinator, Jacob Bialante. Tomorrow, 6.45, the 5.45 broadcast with the pregame show, and Kyle Harrison, who was just outstanding against the Dodgers, his first Giants-Dodgers action at Dodger Stadium. Now he'll go up against the Padres and their tough right-hander, Seth Lugo. And we hope to see you out here at Oracle Park tomorrow. I'm John Miller for Dave Fleming and Dwayne Kuyper and Mike Kruko saying good night from Oracle Park, which was a, a great place to be tonight, a, 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 an outstanding game, which the Giants won coming from behind. The Giants 2, the Padres 1. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen.